0: this is um, not an easy school. And the reason for that is because the work that I do on myself to bring love where love has been missing in my own beliefs to ferret out those pieces of fear and lift them up to the light so that love can come in. That's how we're reaching the masses of humanity.
1: You are now listening to The Soul & Wonder Podcast, Episode 65, Divine Guidance from the Twelve Archangels with Belinda Womack.
0: Welcome to The Soul & Wonder Podcast, where the conduits of the body, depths of the mind, and atlas of the soul are explored with devotion. Through cultural exchange, Christopher and Sarah and their guests will deliver sacred wisdom from around the globe uncovering the hidden gems of conscious living and holistic healing all to empower you on your journey of self-discovery and now here are your hosts christopher and sarah
1: Welcome to the Soul & Wonder podcast, guys. We are very excited to have you here today, and we are so stoked because we just interviewed Belinda Womack, and she is a channel for the 12 Archangels, and boy, let me tell you, this was one special episode.
2: You could just feel the energy radiating from and through her as soon as we hopped on the recording with her, and I just... This is a special interview that really holds a special place in my heart. Um, What a powerful, powerful woman.
1: Yeah, and to give you a little bit of a background about Belinda, Belinda is a spiritual counselor teacher, and author of Lessons from the Twelve Archangels, Divine Intervention in Daily Life. A scientist by training with a duals master's degree in microbiology and environmental science, Belinda was called into service by the Twelve Archangels while working in a medical university lab as she was doing a stem cell experiment. And for over 25 years now since that meeting, Belinda has had an active spiritual counseling practice working with the 12 Archangels to support individuals, couples and families with seemingly impossible problems to solve. The 12 Archangels of the Central Sun are all-powerful and all-loving energies that pour forth from the heart of God like flowing rays of singing sunshine. And the 12 Archangels invite us to heal our lives by working with their lessons. They lead us on a journey to discover locked-up pain and layers of negative belief patterns that block us from experiencing the benefits of our divinity. As we transform these lower vibrations feelings and thoughts, we begin to experience true and lasting abundance, and we can definitely attest to that. They invite us all to remember our true identity and resurrect the joy and freedom that comes with being a divine child of the universe. According to Belinda, we are here to learn through our experience and choices that we are children of the divine. Her book, Lessons from the Twelve Archangels, is a treasure chest of channeled angelic wisdom that offers clear strategies for transforming the wounds trapped within the deep subconscious that block us from experiencing positive change. The guided imagery exercises integrate the healing power from our batteries of our spiritual energy, also known as our chakras, together with the unconditional love of the 12 archangels of the central son of God. This facilitates a vibrational super shift that moves us from focusing on our suffering here on earth to receiving heaven's abundance and joy. And together with the 12 archangels, Belinda has developed Change Your Everyday Reality to Heaven on Earth video and audio lessons, including the 12 archangels university membership program. She offers also offers twice-monthly live channeling of 12 Archangels in Illuminating Conversations membership. She currently lives in Lafayette, Colorado with her husband, and Belinda welcomes visitors and comments to her website, BelindaWomack.com. To learn more about Belinda, sample her online and audio classes, or schedule a DNA scrub session, visit BelindaWomack.com.
2: Now in this interview, you're going to get to know Belinda, her story, and how she came to meet the archangels. And she also brings the concept of who and what these angels are down to earth so that you'll leave this interview fully understanding how they manifest in our reality and how you know it's them communicating with you. We had a chance to ask the archangels and other loving guides direct questions about things like purpose, suffering, struggle, fear, love, the inner child, and how to overcome our subconscious conditionings that hold us back. The angels share powerful visualizations and exercises you can do to heal yourself of past traumas and to open your hearts to the unconditional love of the creator. They even had a few personal messages to share with Chris about his healing journey through psoriasis, as well as messages for me about surviving a violent sexual assault a few years ago, and that was something we're still digesting, um, messages that are still settling into our bones and so we're we're feeling very grateful to share these messages with you on this episode and now listen no matter where you're at on your spiritual journey we encourage you to enter this space with an open heart to fully receive the divine guidance of the archangels guidance that we know will truly truly change your life so enjoy this interview Welcome to the show, Belinda. We're so, so excited
0: Hi, Belinda.
2: to share this space with you.
0: Hey, Christopher and Sarah. It's great to be here.
2: You know, we just, we first came to you through watching Open Minds with Regina Meredith and the energy that you two exchanged on that show and just the comfortable space that you held was so inviting that we're like, oh man, we got to bring her to the Soul Wonder podcast. And we were thrilled when you agreed to come on the show. So we couldn't be more, more grateful.
1: We want to start off the interview. So there's maybe some people out there, our listeners, that maybe don't know you so well. So how did you first meet these angels? And to second part that, who and what are they?
0: So Christopher and Sarah, the first time that I met um, the 12 archangels as a, as a group was a few months after I had received my calling, that's what I call it, um, from Gabriel when Gabriel gave me, it was, I call it my out of laboratory experiment, experience, excuse me, I was doing an experiment. Um, So in that, just to give the short story, I was working on a bone marrow sample, and I found myself in a stone room with a dirt floor. And I was like, where am I? What's going on? Where's the lab? This I'm supposed to be doing sterile technique. What, 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 what? So then um, this incredible being um, angel appeared, and I knew it was Gabriel because the angel had a trumpet. And um, the angel said to me, telepathically, we are calling you to do a new kind of work. Humanity has forgotten that they are God's divine children. And I said to the angel, that sounds like I need a degree in psychology. I don't have that. I'm a biologist. I think you've called what? I don't know what's going on here. And Gabriel said, we just need you to know what's in the book to your left. Now I'm giving you a very short story. So i turned to my left and there was this enormous book. It was humongous. It was like at least three feet wide and a foot deep. And the book opened up. And in the book was the word love. Now, flash forward, you know, almost 30 years now. What I've also come to learn about the book, not just that love is the answer to every question and love is the greatest healing power and love is what angels are made out of and love is what we're made out of and love is where we all come from, is that the angels love to use a book as a metaphor for beliefs. And that what we human beings do is we have these all this incredible belief and paradigm stuff in our heads and stored within our DNA and our molecules, right? So using that symbol of a book is something that we can all do and just say, you know what, angels, I'm ready for all the books up here to open to the word called love. That's what I would love to have operating my left hemisphere and my right hemisphere. So that's when I met Gabriel. And shortly after that, um, I just started to meet. I met Archangel Michael. That was the second angel. And then I was introduced to a group of 12 pillars of colors that were surrounding me. And um, even to talk about it now, I get emotional because it was such an incredible moment and experience. And so um, they surround all of us. They help all of us to navigate our way through what they call schoolroom earth. They say this is a school of hard knocks. Not that we haven't figured that one out, right? Uh, So. Wow. That's beautiful. Such a beautiful
2: way to be introduced to this realm too, right? Especially when it was something totally outside of your life focus at that point. And for the listeners who might be curious, you know, when we hear the word angel, people might often associate it with Christianity, um, or they associate it with beings with like wings and halos. Like, what? exactly is this manifestation of archangel experienced here with us now, if that makes sense.
0: So Sarah, the way that the archangels explain themselves is that they say that they are mentors and teachers. Um, They communicate through music and through energy. The only energy they work with is the energy of love. Sometimes they will appear to have big, huge, beautiful wings that represents an energy field of light and love. Um, Sometimes they appear as just pillars of color, beautiful, incredible colors. But one thing that I would really like to say, since you asked, well, how do they manifest? Like, how do we experience them on Earth? Is by the way they feel. So they feel like such incredible, undescribable, real, true love. Like maybe the way that when the two of you fell in love with each other. That's the way angels feel. And the arc in Archangel is that, so they they, they don't believe in a hierarchy. They say that's a human thing. Humans like to put, You know, this one's more enlightened than this one. This one has a higher vibration than that one. And they say on the earth, that's pretty much, you know, there are all these different frequencies because we get to experience fear. But in heaven, or the vibration of pure love, where they live and and hold us actually in that vibration, um, then... what they, what they ask for us to understand is the arc just means that they build bridges. Like if you think of an arch or an archway, it's a bridge. And they say, we help you to bridge your head to your heart, your head to your soul. That's what we do. So um, they're just not into titles and, you know, who's the boss. They just want to help.
2: And from what we understand, they're not confined to any particular religion either, right? It's like you were saying their core teaching is love.
0: So forgive me that that um, they skipped. So when Belinda is talking, just so you know, so when I'm speaking to you, they're always with me. Just mm-hmm. so um, they just skipped right over that because they're so beyond religion, and they're they you know they these beings are original beings of creation when the universe was created. Of course, there is no time when the universe was created, right? There's no beginning or end. So they go far beyond any religion or a philosophy on the earth. And so they are often, uh, and I'm not a historical scholar, but they are often spoken about in just about every religion on the planet as well as, you know, times of ancient Egypt. And so they've been around. That's what they like to say. They say, yes, we're in your history. We're in your present. We're going to be in your future. We've been around and we will be around to help you. That's beautiful.
1: Well, and something really stuck with me uh, when you said this before about how they're building a bridge from the head to the heart. And I think that you know, passing through this vow of forgetting that us humans go through, I think it's just so wonderful to hear that there are higher guidance that are helping us to remember essentially who we are and remember who we are in this state of unconditional love. And it's just so beautiful to, to hear that. And I love that just... It makes it easy and down to earth for everybody to really understand and of course you know you did mention your life has changed drastically since working with the archangels and so you know how has in what ways has your life changed any i mean of course it's been a very long time but any sort of major milestones or things that have happened to you and the ways that your life has totally transformed with working with the angels
0: So, Christopher, my life goes through a pretty big transformation, usually about every other day, working with the 12 archangels. And I say that with incredible gratitude. It's, uh, you know, it's so incredibly frequent that I will have an epiphany. Oh, my goodness, look at that lack belief from my tribal ancestors from I don't know how far back, and it's ready to be forgiven and return to the central sun. So my life since I met these angels has been um, where my personal journey is I really love transformation. I love to look at what's happening in my life that isn't working and then i change it from within myself or i'll pay attention to what i'm feeling within myself because i want to help to change the world for all concern and i'm not just giving you a, a line of woo that's really how i live um i am uh, a humble uh, as humble as any of us we still have egos right but uh uh Humble in my incredible gratitude to these angels and what they facilitate together with, of course, all of our guides in heaven. And They all work as they call themselves the, you know, everybody has a committee. You know, you two have a committee of, of helpers because we need that help here. This is um, not an easy school. And the reason for that is because the work that I do on myself to bring love where love has been missing in my own beliefs to ferret out those pieces of fear and lift them up to the light so that love can come in. And, and however, the two of you, whenever you do that, that's how we're reaching the masses of humanity that are so, so 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 sound of sleep that they're not they're not going to reach this place and that's not being negative but if we understand that we're all one we're all family then some of us who are used to rolling up our sleeves and you know getting in the muck of shadow we're willing to do that so that we do lift it up for all concern mm.
2: Very beautifully put. I love that. it really does come up, come down to that individual level because we're part of the collective. We're all drops in the pot together to grow. And, you know, for our listeners who perhaps are new to the concept of channeling, they might be confused. Like, what does she mean? She channels the archangels. Could you explain the process a little bit?
0: As best as I understand. Um, Sarah, and I know you've, you've probably, um, experienced many other channelers on your podcast. What happens is, is that my left hemisphere, of my brain, where language is, has to really be in alignment with the right or creative, spiritual, intuitive hemisphere of my brain. And, um, so angels communicate really in feeling and music and energy and so my intuitive part of my brain has to translate that with the help of my left brain into language and i've been doing this for so long i started off channeling one angel at a time so i could i could do gabriel for maybe 5 minutes and then i could do michael for maybe 10 seconds because that's such a different energy Um, but the more that I've been asked to be a messenger for the angels and to directly be a messenger. So that's what a channel is. That means that I step, I step out of the way and it, it sounds like a possession and that's not what it is at all, but they do kind of take over my brain and then they just bring through their messages and the way that, and they've tested me and they still will test me over and over and over and over and over, is that their message comes through with such love and truth, truth at the vibration of love. So if I don't have that physical confirmation, every word that comes out of me, then I have to go back, especially if I'm doing this in writing, I have to go back and edit it and redo it. Um, When I'm channeling verbally, so they're still communicating through me right now, that still comes with a feeling. And most people have said that they really feel that. It's like, wow, boy, you can feel those angels. So you didn't ask this question, but this is a question that they want to answer. Can anyone channel? And the answer is that they ask you to think twice before you even sign up for something like that it it really requires incredible energy to do it and and practice and a bit of sacrifice to service. Um, but you have to really be able to ground the energy it's it's like just if you're you know grounding uh, electricity. Uh, You have to be able to ground that in your body. So you'll find that um, frequently channels are, um, you know, we have a few extra pounds sometimes or um, there's just different ways that we do that to, to hold that energy. What the angels say is that the best way that you can understand what channeling is, is when you know what your intuition is saying, it's a knowing it's a flow. And sometimes you may see it or feel it, but you know that when you know it and you feel it at the same time, that's your intuition. And then it just repeats over and over. That's the finest channeling that human beings can ever do. Mm.
2: You really helped to explain that process. and
1: Yeah, very good clarification. Uh,
2: and bring it kind of down to earth even. Um, so thank you for that. And did you want to share your experience with um, yeah, book really, I would, really I would love quickly to. before we do go into the channeling? Yeah, before
1: we get into the channeling, um, again, the book you know that you've written, and if our listeners have not um, grabbed this book yet, Definitely recommend it. It is one of our favorites. There's so much great content in here. I mean, the whole entire book is is filled with great exercises and everything else. And so – I and Sarah, um, as many of our listeners know, have been on this personal development and growth journey for a very long time now since meeting each other. And we dedicate our lives to this type of work, um, not only ourselves, but also helping others. And we're continuously diving into our consciousness and our shadow and what parts of our shadow is still not integrated with the whole and so that we can become and live that from a place of unconditional love. And so I'm always using different types of tools my own intuition but also using divination tools Um, and just recently I was using a pendulum to test a few things and I asked the pendulum specifically about the remaining psoriasis that I still have on my elbows and of course, a lot of us think that it might um, be food related, which in some ways it is and what we're putting into our bodies and all that. Um, but I know, you know, we've cleared all that away. It's more on the subconscious and emotional level. And so I, long story short, um, got down to it. And I said, can I have a clue? And I was given a yes. And I said, is this clue in a book? And I had a bunch of books spread out, one of them being this book. And it was happened to be in this book, Um, one of the clues and it was guided me to an exercise Um, and the exercise on page 33 was all about um, maybe it wasn't 33 it was 31, Ruby Flame Healing Soak. And so what I had dug up was that a lot of what I was still remaining on my elbows of the psoriasis had to do with the self-image issue that I had as a child um, of being made fun of for looking a certain way. And I've held on to that. And so from that, it guided me to this exercise of basically soaking in the Divine Mother and filling myself up with that. And so- Child. Healing the inner child, which is we all have many wounds we suffer from, chip from you know, being a child and all of that, but I just thought it was wonderful um, to be guided to directly to what I needed to know to fully heal 100%. -hmm. And I trust that the angels and my guides and higher intelligence is giving me the answers I need to be able to move deeper into my divine self. And so I just wanted to share that and thought that was great. And um, just a testament to your work and obviously the angels working with you.
0: Well, Christopher, do you mind if I add one more little thing about your psoriasis on your elbows? Please do. So elbows are about making decisions. So somehow um in the yeah, I hear from your team, uh, there is also a, a, a past life that you can throw in the violet fire of transformation and um forgiveness, which has Ruby in it. But it's about making decisions that you didn't want to make because any kind of a rash is about anger, right? Um, it's an inflammation, and we we were forced to make decisions that we didn't want to make. So one of the what one of the gifts that I hear that you can give yourself, not I'm not saying you you're not already doing this. I'm just being the messenger here, is to find that little Christopher. And just give him a high five and say, buddy, you're in charge. You get to make the decisions because the divine child within us is our heart. It is a way we can actually communicate with soul. So what's the difference between heart and soul? There is none. The heart is is how the soul can guide us and so that we can feel it. And the wounded child is just the divine child that has shadow covering it as you've as you've shared. So that's what I hear. And I have to tell you that as I tune into your little Christopher, he kind of really digs that idea that he gets to be the boss.
1: I like that. He's in charge. (laughs) thank yeah, you so much for, for sharing, sharing that.
2: that we appreciate that and definitely implore all our listeners to you know tune into their intuition and listen to the symbolism around them as the guides and angels are leading you in your daily life you just have to trust and open um and belinda are you how do you feel do you feel ready to enter into a space of channeling to speak directly with the angels
0: so i can do that at any time you do you just need to tell me um so if my nose tickles, that means the the goddesses in heaven are also, you know, you've got a big team that have gathered. So it's going to be more than the 12 archangels. You've got a big group of the ascended masters of the white light and sound sisterhood and brotherhood. They used to be called the white brotherhood, but they they like to include that feminine. Um, so sure, they're they're all ready. What, what would you like to ask them?
2: Well, I suppose we might as well open it up with the big question that people have always been asking this for so long is, you know, what purpose, what purpose does it serve the whatever you may call it, creator, God, source, universe for a soul to incarnate as a human being and experience this earthly plane?
0: What we say to you is that your schoolroom is a very special place because it is a place where a soul can come and experience the opposite of love. Love is a vibration that is all healing, all inclusive, all abundant. It, It brings in health and it brings in compassion. When a soul is asked to experience the opposite of this, it gets to experience fear. And fear has many vibrations that come with it, expressions of fear, such as greed, guilt, suffering, pain. Basically, it boils down to experiencing the illusion that the soul has become separate from the central soul or from the universe or from divine oneness. All of these terms from our perspective mean the same thing. So why would a soul choose to come to schoolroom earth? If you look at your human beingness, you have learned that sometimes you do not truly appreciate something until you lose it, or until you journey through the possibility that you may lose it. The creator lives within you, you live within the creator. So in order for oneness to experience the incredible choice to choose love, the value of making that choice, so that All of oneness doesn't have psoriasis on their elbows. We say to you that very, very brave souls travel to schoolroom earth to experience fear, to say no fear. I do not like you. I prefer love. I choose love. Take me back to love. Fill me with it. And now very, very brave souls come to Schoolroom Earth. You too are among these brave souls. That you have said we will take on the story of fear with within our own movies, within our own lives, within our own DNA, within our own atoms, so that we can seek it out and lift it up to the light and sound of divine oneness and grace. Love is the greatest power, but that love as a power needs to be experienced by every particle of God's energy, every soul that is a part of oneness, that is a part of the universe. And so it is. And even though it may not appear this way, beautiful human beings, we do walk on your planet. We stay in the vibration of heaven. So some of you see us and some of you may see us in your dreams or perhaps you feel us, but we are with you. We have not deposited the earth in a trash bin and said, good luck. For you see, whatever you feel, we feel. Whenever you suffer, we suffer. So in order to take this precious blue planet and to lift it up out of suffering, you need all of divine oneness. You need all of the creator to hold you both individually and collectively That includes every leaf on every tree, every amoeba in every pond, every feral kitty cat in the warm Miami sun. We say to you, you are held and you are very important. So, what value is it to the Creator? You are the Creator. And the creator says, you are expanding the power of love so that love will always transform darkness. Love will always transform fear. And this is worth the effort. This is worth the effort. Beloved ones. Wow.
2: What a thorough response to such a profound question and you know speaking of heaven you know it's said in lessons from the 12 archangels that humanity has the ability to live on earth as we do in heaven and could you explain that deeper
0: yes this is our one of our favorite questions we hope that you will also ask us a question about the inner child. That's a pretty direct hint. We, we understand that. Sarah and Christopher, heaven is a place that is made of love. There is no fear here. If fear comes to heaven, it is immediately transformed. What does that mean? It's transmuted. If you understand basic physics on your planet and you have a cold spot and you have a warm spot, the warm will always move to the cold to neutralize it. Heaven's love does exist all over your earth. Your earth gets to experience fear. Think of heaven as the warmth, as the light, And earth is the vibration of the fear, of the cold, of the darkness. So wherever there is heaven, it is always moving into the earth to neutralize it, to bring love where love has been missing. So when you choose to hold heaven's vibration within your being, By filling up with love, just ask Source, Mother, Father, God, Divine Source, thank you for filling every cell of me, every molecule, every atom and space between my atoms with heaven's love, with pure unconditional love. Then you begin to experience more heaven more heaven in your everyday life. What does this mean? It means grace, it means health, it means abundance, it means awareness, it means opportunities coming to you. It means loving kindness and respect. This is how you can bring heaven to earth. Begin within you. And as you do this, your gifts of the Clares They just become easier to access on a conscious level. That means your clairvoyance, your clairnosis, your clairsentience, your clairaudience, to know beyond becomes, oh, it's not beyond. Heaven is right here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Thank you so much Mm -hmm. for that. And speaking of the inner child, You know, we talked about before how many of us suffer wounds um, that cause limiting beliefs in our subconscious minds um, from childhood. And so how can we start to transform these fears, limiting beliefs and all of that um, that influence our thoughts, our emotions and our behavior?
0: We say to you, beautiful human beings, that you truly never grow up. You are always God's divine children. So when you enter schoolroom earth, your formative years of between conception and the age of around 22, 23, those years are one initiation after another. Very often you ask us, Where were you, angels and guides and helpers in heaven? Where were you when I was four or when I was 10 or when I was 20? Where were you? And we say, oh, we were with you. But you needed to go through the illusion of experiencing that God feels far away. So with these shocks and traumas and disappointments, that you experienced very early in your life. Some of you experienced them even before you were born. We say that you've, you came into this life equipped with all of the healing tools that you need to take the hurt. And the fear that you will be hurt again is what actually is the bigger hurt. We want to repeat that. It's not the original hurt. Yes, that needs transformation if you have not done that. It is the fear that has come into your being that you will be hurt again. And this is how you have been brave. You've taken that fear into your own vessel to transform it. For as you transform it through you, you help all of oneness to transform the fear of being hurt. Can you imagine your earth if this fear was no more? So on the top of your head is a chakra, a battery of spiritual energy. This is your crown chakra. It is the color purple on fire. It is the energy of forgiveness. Forgiveness is a power of love that transforms fear, hurt, suffering, greed, shame, shock, trauma, back into love. And where there is love, there is healing. So there are many, many exercises in Lessons from the Twelve Archangels. But we say, try to have some fun with this. Connect with the child that lives within you. And if this is a challenge for you, just go get out your school photos of your baby photos, your toddler photos, your school photos, your high school photos, your college photos. And say to each Self in those photos. I love you. Let's go on a journey together. Show me what still hurts. Show me where there is still the old story of humiliation or disappointment. Not receiving the attention, the affection, the acknowledgement, the safety, the security that you needed. And whatever this self, this beautiful child reveals to you, just put it in the color purple and then do this. Say, I forgive. I forgive even if I don't know that I need to forgive and I forgive even that which is unforgivable. I still choose to forgive it. As you do this, the wounded child, and all of those dissociated selves. Yes, you all are experts at dissociation, even if you don't realize that you do this. Call these selves back home. Say, come home to my heart, most beautiful children. Teenagers, young adults, call them home. And once they have all come home, this is the time to take them into the ruby energy of Divine Mother's love so that you can feel, you can feel your feelings at a greater depth because now so many missing parts of you have come home, the most creative time points in your life. You have called your genius back to you. Ask a three-year-old how to solve a problem or a 12-year-old. You see, this is where your genius is. Call it back home. Keep forgiving. Keep listening. Keep connecting. For this is the ultimate problem solver that lives within you, is the divine child who just is the integrated child, because this child is fearless. You know, the divine child is very much like a Labrador retriever. The divine child keeps on loving. The creator is very childlike. The creator keeps loving. The creator is welcome to absorb all of the hurt and transform it. So that when you connect With your heart, you really do feel God. And this is so important because God needs to be tangible. God needs to feel safe and reliable human beings. Otherwise, you don't remember who you are. For you are God incarnate. We hope that we have answered your question. We're going to give Belinda a little break, so please entertain us. Thank you.
1: Very beautifully spoken.
0: Wow,
2: there's so many layers to healing, um, and yet it's also simple too and that's what's beautiful about the paradox of life and the angels truly do communicate that so clearly and thank you belinda for being the open channel to receive that information
1: i think we often i know myself included have made things very complex of what i need to do how do i need to do it and all that Mm -hmm. when it is quite simple um to go and just connect with that divine child as you mentioned as the angels and masters have mentioned um and By doing that, the transformations that can happen and just very.
2: The journey back to self. And, you know, I want to, while you kind of take a break for a moment there, Belinda, and gather your senses, um, I'd like to comment on something. Um, You know, the angels had said they referred in the beginning of that answer. They were saying to people, you know, you you ask us like, where were you when I was hurt here? Where were you when this tragedy happened? And sometimes people often feel the sense of abandonment. And I can truly attest to having sensed the presence of love and angels even in the worst of the tragedies i faced and you know some of our listeners are familiar but belinda since you're probably not i faced a very violent uh, sexual assault when i was living in africa and it almost ended my life and i always said in hindsight and you even said it the very day after receiving treatment at the hospital i told my friends i said you know it's strange as intense and dark as it was i felt like I was being protected. And some people say, well, what do you mean? You were still raped. You were still beaten. You almost died. And I said, but you don't understand. It felt as though it needed to happen. And there were these light beings that were making sure it didn't get to a certain point. And it was like, as soon as whatever was agreed to or needed to happen happened, immediately there was help. There was someone to carry me to the hospital. There was It was like everything was orchestrated so perfectly to get me back on my feet. And I always tell people that it's hard to understand that, but it has been the greatest evolutionary catalyst of my entire life and led me to meet my husband and create the business that we do and the work that we do in the community and for our own growth. And so I, I just want to say to listeners who might feel as though they've been abandoned because they maybe have been hurt is – the angels never left your side, the guides never left your side. And I can't say exactly why things happen the way that they do. But I can say from personal experience that I was supported, even though it was painful and tragic, I was supported and I was held. And so if we can just encourage each other to just open up a little more to feel that divine love that is permeating our entire being all the time. It can help us to overcome tragedy. It can help us to learn what we need to learn to pull through it. And so I just felt really guided to mention that. So I'm grateful the angels brought
0: that up. Thank you so much for sharing your story with me, Sarah. And um, what I hear from your team, <clears throat> excuse me, not that, You are not aware of this, but you made a contract before you were born to really bring incredible fear and trauma, not only into yourselves, but that fear and trauma that you experienced in that rape, reawakened fear and trauma from past lives. And with all of it together, it is a transformative journey a deep and incredible journey to bring healing layer by layer by layer to restore your power because mm-hmm. truly you are incredibly radiantly beautiful and powerful. And so you are not only walking your talk, but you get to, to teach and share that through this loss and grief, this loss of of a part of yourself, a stronger, more just deeper, bigger, broader, wider, resurrected, ascended part of you has, has come to life. And then you hold that vibration that makes you a shaman. You've walked through death to the other side. So that Nothing will touch you again. No one will ever take your power, because you've you've already crossed through that barrier and chosen love. Mm.
2: It brings up a lot of a lot of emotion in me. That's beautiful. Wow, that's really beautiful. And. We're all just on this journey in so many unique ways. And it's so nobody's more special than anyone else and nobody's further along than anyone else. And that's what's so gorgeous about this human experience. Is we're puzzle pieces fitting into this giant beautiful picture. And thank you for expressing that so so beautifully.
0: So your your guides say it is true that everyone has the same potential. Mm-hmm. Of awakening. But they say, human beings, it is very important. You do have a personality that needs to be acknowledged. Sarah, we acknowledge your courage and we want you to really understand that you are rare, that you are powerful. That you are essential to what is happening on this planet at this time. And we cannot do this work without you. So do not underestimate what you have taken on and the success of that transformation that will continue all of your days. For you need to know the woman who was raped and attacked, she needs to know how very powerful. And important and valuable she is to the creator, to the universe, to all of oneness. And we hope that you feel our acknowledgement in every atom of your being. So we're going to make sure we shower you with it so that you feel it running up and down your spine. And we do the same for your loving husband who journeys with you wherever you are in the great cosmos. Mm. Thank you for that. I think that's
2: a reminder that I needed to hear. (laughs) Thank you very
0: much. So sometimes the messages come through and my eyes are open. Mm. And um, especially if it's a message focused on a person, then it gives it, it's like an anchor. Um, they just wanted me to share that with you in case some of your watchers or listeners were confused. Why is it that Belinda sometimes closes her eyes and sometimes they're open? Her her eyes have nothing to do with the channeling. It's about how she focuses on what she's doing. Mm.
2: Well, I can surely feel the energy as it comes through you, eyes open or not, and uh, it does. It permeates every Mm -hmm. fiber of your being, and it's it's just pleasant. It's very pleasant, which is interesting because we're at a distance here through virtual reality, and yet you can still feel it so strongly. Um,
1: And I... I mean, it depends on how much further you'd like to go with this, but we do have a few more questions, if time allows, um, for you um, and the angels, if that's possible, that we have written down a little bit. And just to try to put things in perspective for everybody else here, and um, how, how can humanity both individually and collectively support healing and positive change in this world together?
0: they want me to say that this message is coming through uh, the 12 archangels of the central sun because of the, the, um, the intensity of the love and they say beautiful humanity close your eyes And you're going to walk through a purple door. And as you walk through that purple door, you're going to come to an emerald green meadow. And take your shoes off. And find the child that lives within your heart. Invite in the violet fire just means light, but light with sound and love. Invite that violet fire into your being and say, I forgive. I forgive the political situation. I forgive the poverty. I forgive the suffering. I forgive the idiots. I forgive the self-righteous. I forgive me. I forgive you. And just really bring in that violet fire energy of forgiveness. For you see, you are the change that the world needs. And the more you embrace it, and you can do this with energy. You can do it with the power of love and a beautiful color. What's there not to love about the color purple? Let that purple energy go into your cells. Let it find the places within you where you still hold on to anger or where your ancestors still hold on to lack, exile, being forced to leave their homeland due to their religious beliefs or their financial situation. Bring that violet fire By welcoming it, bring it into your vessel and say, healing energy, go where you need to go. I am choosing to be a positive change in the world. For you see within you, you have access to every struggle, every sad story that's on the news, everything that inflames you. You have a bit of that story somewhere within you because you are all one. We are all one. So keep forgiving, keep transforming, keep allowing love to come in where it has been missing. Focus the color purple and all of the colors of God's rainbow on other places of the world where you know that healing is needed. The United States, White House, and Capitol could surely need your focused healing humanity. So send healing through you and send it there and ask for the miracle of truth, the highest truth, to bring out the truth that separation is really a lie for you are all family no matter where you come from. We hope we have answered your question. We send our love and we also say not only do we send our love but We wish to give a message about prayer, intention, meditation. What you may not realize, beautiful human beings, is that your intentions, your prayers, your wishes, your dreams, we hear them before they have even become conscious in your minds. So know that you are completely safe. At all times to ask the creator, ask mother, father, God, ask the universe, ask source, pick your name for God. They all work, but you are safe to ask. And you are even safer to receive for what you will receive is what you have asked for or something even better. And what helps with the receiving is the power of gratitude. Gratitude for you. It takes incredible strength to be brave enough to ask the center of God, the center of your own heart and soul for help. Because, see, your ego was designed. To believe in separation, your ego was designed to either believe it can do everything itself or it can't do anything at all, because it will never be good enough. Meditate, human beings. Use your intention. Say your prayers. Write down your dreams. Ask yourselves, what is it that I need And let us know. And what helps you to know what it is that you need is to ask all the time, what is it that I feel? And if it doesn't feel like love, fill up with the color purple. For where there is the color purple, there is... Please forgive Belinda. All of the colors of the rainbow come with the violet. We understand that we have answered more than your question, Christopher. We felt that we needed to answer the question from the little child that lives within your hearts. And so... We have done this.
2: Oh, well, thank you so much to the archangels, to the guides, to the masters who are ever present and so loving and so supportive. And thank you to you, Belinda, for opening your heart and sharing this wisdom. And, um,
1: and is there any other sort of parting message that you or the angels would like to share? Um that, it was
2: pretty thorough. So was pretty, very <laughs> it very thorough. I don't know thorough. if there was anything else yeah.
1: that needed to be shared that we or anybody else listening that needs to hear. Um, and then we can
0: go our ways. So what what I'm hearing um, what I'm hearing the guides of your listeners and those that follow your Podcasts, whether they are your followers now or in the future, but all of those guides and, and angels are saying, when you are unhappy, bring in love. What human beings so easily do is that they walk their spiritual talk. Until they come up against something that they say, this is totally just the earth mundane plane. And we say to you, there is nothing that is just earth mundane plane. Because there is no separation. So if your car breaks down, your higher self is trying to let you know that you need to move through your life in a new way. If you have a chronic headache, it's time to think less and play more. When you are having an experience that is unpleasant, that is causing you pain to suffer, ask, what is this trying to teach me? What is this trying to show me? So whether it is an incredible tragic event that Sarah experienced, or, a, a, you know, you stump your toe on the on the side of the door. Where there is pain, ask, what is this trying to teach me? For then you bring in love and you will hear. And where there is greater love, there's just less room for fear. Thank you you so
1: much. And I would, again, encourage all of our listeners and anybody watching this now, later, whatever date it is, it doesn't matter. You need to please pick up this book. And our visitors can also go to your website. And if you want to give them that, and they can check out some of your services and offerings that you have on their events. We know that you do workshops and different things like that as well. And what what is your website?
0: So it's just my name, Belinda Womack. B-E-L-I-N-D-A-W-O-M-A-C-K dot com. And everything's up there, how to set up a private session with me, all my classes, it's it's all there. And some, um, you know, there's also a, a free guided meditation called the 12 Archangels Vibrational Super Shift so that anyone can feel that boost um, without mm-hmm. spending a penny. Just feel the love.
1: That's wonderful. Well, we definitely recommend everybody go check that out and everything else that you offer. Thank you for everything that you're bringing to the world. Thank you to the angels. Thank you to the ascended masters, all the guides, everybody, the creator that is surrounding us and filling us with complete divine love at all times. Thank you so much. And we really appreciate everything. And we hope you have a beautiful evening.
2: Wow. This might be one of those episodes that... I would encourage you to re-listen to and fully absorb the divine guidance that the masters and angels and guides shared with us today and, you know, apply it to your life. A lot of times we hear these things and we feel moved by them in the moment, moved so much that we forget it does take action on our part. It does take a little bit of motivation on our end to to truly apply the things that we've learned here. And so I want to encourage you to ask yourself, where could you use more of the angel's guidance in your life? And how can you really put it into motion and Play around with how your life might change if you fully opened up your heart and absorbed this information and put it into action. So that's just the last little bit of encouragement I'd like to give you guys on this one. I know Christopher and I are going to re-listen to this episode multiple times to fully let the awareness seep in. And so have fun and remember to subscribe so you're notified of future episodes to come and leave us a review while you're at it.